What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast, where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On this week's episode, we'll discuss the recent blowback concerning the partnership deal between the NFL and Jay Z. Did he really sell out Colin Kaepernick, or is there another way to look at it? We'll also discuss the recent success of country rapper Lil Nas X, and then we'll discuss the top rappers from the 20 teens decade. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Chance the Rapper, Joey B, and Logic, and discuss their discographies, who's had the best run, who's been the most disappointing, and who exceeded expectations. Then we'll briefly go into the controversial Top 1050 MC list that was put out by TheBrew.com, discuss who was the greatest producer in the year 1991, then dive into our album Face-Off. Commons, Resurrection, versus Pete Rock and Sale Smooth, the main ingredient, and weigh in on which one of those albums we felt was the stronger LP. Then the crew will share what they've been bumping for the week, and preview some upcoming topics. So with that, please, kick back and enjoy the show. What up, what up? What's up, man? Yo, what's good? What's going on, Jason? Oh, nothing, bro. Nothing much, man. I'm outside waiting on y'all. Oh, man. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. How's everything with you? Oh, cool. Yo, what's good, Jamil? What up, what up, what up? Nothing much, nothing much. What's going on, man? How's the family? Oh, all good. Everybody's uh, super tired, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I know how that goes. We in the we in the dog days of summer, man. It's, it's that's real. It's almost over though. It's almost over. I know. I know you had a nice little uh, little international retreat this past week, man. How was that? Oh man, I ain't never been so refreshed and tired at the same time. <laughs> but it, it's a good tire. It's it is tire. definitely a good tire. <laughs> but in the meantime, between time, man. Yo, yo, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I, my phone was acting up, and then and then I put the headphones in. I was listening to that Murs album, and then all of a sudden that came on. I'm like, what? Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't complain about that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that Murs that Murs is pretty dope. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll... And uh, speaking speaking of new music, man. Um, shoot, <laughs> that'll lead us right into our uh, one of our news nuggets, man. So, uh, little brother. Or should I say Fonte and Big Pooh They got an album dropping uh, At midnight tonight So Dude that's uh, still a little brother bro They Ninth Wonder ain't been on an album with them for Last three or four albums Yeah I know man I know but it don't feel the same I mean I'll still call him little brother Cause that's what else we gonna call him But it's not the original lineup You know what I'm saying Yeah yeah, yeah I know That's like, that's like Wu-Tang without the wrist well, hey man, it ain't gonna stop just because one person ain't there. But I mean, he throwing beats at him, so it's still all good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, do, I definitely hope he has a few few tracks. Um, a few tracks on this latest one. What, what's it called again? Uh, made the Lord, made the Lord watch us or something like that. Yeah, yeah made the Lord watch. So, um, we'll probably. I mean, like Knife Wonder. I mean, he just put they put out that Murs album. 
damn old Rhapsody album come out what next week? Yeah, is it's it coming week. It's this week or next week? It's next. Oh, week. this yeah, this week or next week? I'm like, yeah, he been putting in that work. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, he's got a he's got a whole label now. He he needs to yeah. run and promote and you know create right for so you know he's he's staying busy. It seemed like it would have been easier for them to do that under his banner, the little brother. But he did; they didn't. I agree. I, I do think it would have been easier for them to do it, do it under him. But I don't know. Maybe they felt a, a certain way about it. I mean, unless they had to fulfill a contract on some organized confusion type. You know, we gotta we we broke up because we stay together as organized confusion. Got to do this album. Who knows? Right. I'm not sure because I don't even know what label this album is coming out on. Yeah, I have uh, no idea either. I, I saw it. I forgot. It's something with an E. Yeah. Oh, that ain't that wasn't it then. It was on ABB prior. No, it ain't on that. It ain't on them. It's somebody else. They was they was off of them for a minute though. I didn't like really... after the uh, after the menstrual show, they was done with them with that. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'd definitely be checking it out, man. In fact, I want to review it on the next um, on the next show and just get everybody's thoughts on it and and see uh, see how they were rated and all of that. So, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Also, man, also in our news nuggets, man, uh, Little Nas X, man, he's become the what is it the his single Old Town Road has become the longest. Num- running number one Billboard single of all time. Uh, he's knocked off Mariah Carey. He's knocked off the Beatles. I mean, I think a couple people have knocked off the Beatles, but <clears throat> yeah, Old Town Road is that is the most successful single of all time now, man. So I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I mean, I say congratulations to him, man. I mean, I mean, he's clearly the superior artist to those those people he beat out, so. You know, he deserves all the accolades he's getting. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But. I mean, that's obviously what this means, right? <laughs> it's a sad day in music. <laughs> right. I think that speaks more to uh, the the missing competition that's there more than, you know, anything that he's done that's so great. Like, it's a catchy single and all that. And dude, it's savvy. he's made some savvy business moves. I'll give him that. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, like, here, here's my thing. Like, is 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 the song whack? Yes. Is is it is it is that style of hip hop whack? Yes. But I'm I'm not mad at the dude. He's getting in where he can fit in. The whole reason I even learned about this dude or found out who he was was because of all the what you know the the, the coverage about how the country music charts were doing them bogus. And, wouldn't acknowledge him and then you know hip-hop ended up embracing him and then that's when everybody you know saw the money and these other country artists you know decided to hop on this remix that's blowing up now so i mean it's 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 a it's a catchy song my son really really likes it and you know i don't you know the lyrics ain't objectionable to me so you know i let i let him listen to it it's, it's a lot better than him trying to you know, going to my iTunes and listening to uh, front to back by it. Do you like the song? I don't. I, I don't like the song. Like I, I understand why people like it, and I understand that it is a catchy song. But you know, I don't find anything objectionable about it. It's not. I find you know, everything my, my, objectionable about this song. 
don't know. I just think it's the it's the country the country music that pushed that song because it was something different and they latched onto it. I don't think culturally. I don't think because it's it's kind of a song that everybody's like, okay, it's popular, it's out there, but everybody kind of roll their eyes to it nah, in our I community. Think, I don't I think, think it's I everybody. Mean, I think you'll be surprised how many black people like that song, man. Yeah, man. I yeah, agree. I went to a um, I, I went to a graduation I, party like yeah. a month, a couple months ago, for this little, just you know, eighth grade uh, girl in our congregation, and it came on the on the, you know, on the stereo, and like, dude, man, they went nuts. They jumped on really? the they, they Oh my god! I, I think I, I would have walked out. <laughs> it's a it's a disconnect between our generation, like. Exactly. Window, the window of like twenty six to thirty or, or forty. You know what I mean? We ain't rocking with it. Like it's just it, it's it's not in our DNA. But like everybody else, like old heads seem to like it. Younger generation, like my kids, like it. Like it's it's. And I, I think I think that really speaks on the power of like the black persuasion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, like you got. Country wasn't rocking with it, dude. They pulled him off the charts and everything. They wasn't finna do it, so he went to the other side. And, and because the black culture embraced it, man, it, it it caught a wave, man. And I think everybody just like we do, you know what I mean? You see it in videos now, or like people's riding to it, and it just it blew up. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it does. Got- it bang. It bang super hard, but like you said, that it just <laughs> it just don't. It, I can't. I can't really get with it. No, no. But you know what I mean. It's, it's for me. It's a harmless song that the kids can rock to. Right. Like I said, like I, right. I've caught my son listening to like, you know, some pretty bad stuff on on my watch. You know what I'm saying? Out of my library, and I just feel good that this is a song. He was listening to it. He, 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 I just feel good. This is a song he can listen to, and I don't have to feel any type of way about it. You know, what that's, I mean? that's another reason. Like, I think it's like the PG nature of the song is is another okay. reason why the buzz kind of got. Uh, hey man, my daughter's listening to Rod Digger, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't say that because I I didn't promoted it. Like, yeah, you can listen to Rod Digger. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Hey, hey. I'm better Rod Digger than Cardi B. Yeah, <laughs> and I got I got no beef for Cardi, but that's that. I don't have a daughter, but I don't think I want her listening to Cardi. We ain't gonna take shots at my girl Cardi. <laughs> I'm just saying she's not she's not the the type of type of woman I want my daughter to emulate. Should I have one? But yeah, I mess with Cardi. Like I'm over it. I I I tried to fight it. I did because I was not rocking with her at all. But there's something. Um, Adorable is probably the wrong word to use, but I can't think of a better way of describing it. There's something very charming about her. Uh, yeah, it's, she's, she's ratchet personified, man. I, yeah. I, I rock. What's going on, Reggie? What's up, man? What's going on, no, What up? What up? No, we was just, we was just, we was just uh, give, giving due props to Lil Nas X for having the most successful <laughs> single in history. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> I think that says it all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he made a song that everybody could dance to. I mean, I mean, or sing rather, or not offend people. It was like the perfectly well balanced song for all genres and color folks and white folks, and it just was a wholesome song. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Like, I got, 
I find nothing objectionable about it. Like, it ain't my style of music, but, you know, some of the kids can listen to. Right. I would rather you know, listen I, to getting jiggy with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, it was, uh, I mean, essentially, it was the same thing. I would not disrespect Will as a lyricist by saying that's the same thing. I, no, I know where you're going with that. I'm, but not, I'm not saying in that matter, but I'm just saying in terms of, like, the appeal. Yeah, it's just fun. It's a fun song. It's, it's nothing too heavy about it. No, I get where you're going. I mean, just, you know what? It's let, just... me, let me say this. I, I, I mean, only reason I don't really super knock that song hard, because, you know, when I was a shorty, we was listening to rap and Duke, da-ha, da-ha. So, I guess, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's uh, how people was looking at it back then. That's a very singular statement, sir. I was not listening to rap and Duke. <laughs> Probably wasn't even born then. He took it back, man. He took it back. Hey, man, that's what I listened to when I was a shorty, man. I still got that album in the crib. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man, that's that, that's why I like to have the, the old heads on here, man. They, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they can put hey. us on the stuff. Oh, real real quick. I, I don't know if y'all have heard of uh, Postmodern ju- Jukebox. Uh, the band does, like, covers of pop songs and, like, 30s and 40s like big band jazz sound or style have, you, have y'all heard of them nah okay well anyway they did a cover of uh old town road and uh it's pretty dope man it's pretty dope but most of that stuff you can find on youtube and then real quick man i don't want to spend too much time on this but i mean we got this other thing in the news that everyone's been talking about with this um this partnership deal that the nfl and jay-z has signed uh, recently, and it's been a lot of negative press about it, a lot of a lot of blowback uh, because it's, the perception is that he's kind of sold out Colin Kaepernick. Man, what do y'all think of this deal? Do y'all feel the blowback is is justified? Like, how do y'all? What do y'all think? Absolutely not. It's more uninformed black people, man. That's all this is. I'm, I'm getting tired of it. I'm glad I'm on. A, I'm glad that this podcast got some uh, well uh, intellectual. Minded people on here, man. You guys, uh, <laughs> you guys are all right with me, man. <laughs> you know, when, I, when I when I hear people sounding off on Jay, man, I, the first thing that thinks I, I, that pop in my mind is that's that crabs in the bucket mentality. Like that, to me, to me, coming at Jay for for accepting that deal don't make no sense. Like you, you tell me somebody that's gonna get him to get him get Kaepernick a job. Like dude been out the league for three years, he can pretty much hang it up at this point. Like ain't nobody gonna come and get so, like, who, like, what is he supposed to do if the if the NFL came at any of these moguls, Diddy, uh, Jermaine Du? Still there, Dave? He dropped out. Yeah, I, don't, I, I thought I thought it was well, hey, let me, let me I did. So that's why I didn't say nothing. Uh, let me give you my two cents then. I oh man. If, if Jay-Z wasn't so vocal in, in his support for Colin Kaepernick, I think it would have made the world a difference. But Jay-Z was really outspoken in Cap's corner when all this stuff was going on. Now, me personally, I feel like he went to court. He won. He got a settlement out of it. There's no complaint. There's no complaint on that issue because that's what happened. He went to court. It's over and done with. You got your money. So you just ain't going to be playing. You can't expect to be back in there after they paid you like that. Um... But 
Jay Z, I, I do think he kind of he kind of so. I don't think it's that serious, but I think I do think he kind of sold out. It's, it's just like if you gonna vocalize your opposition to it and then join forces with him later, yeah, you go to the next level after your issue is done. But you know that it's just like you know you can't punch somebody in their mouth and then run and then run and be cool with them. You know, daylight. Why not? When, when would it be okay to work with the NFL? Because Kaepernick ain't gonna get no job. So well, no, no, no black person can ever work with the NFL because Cap Cap can't. No, you know, you know. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's just that Jay Z was so vocal in and 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 like like the Super Bowl last year. And every time somebody got ready to get on, he was talking like, you know, no, nah, you shouldn't do that. Y'all don't need to do that. I ain't doing it. Y'all don't do it. We all need to boycott this and blah 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 blah. Okay. And so at that point, he you you kind of throw your weight in. With with one with the left or something. So when it comes back around and it's time to, you know, you reanalyze the situation. Well, you know, I mean, he just seemed like he all in with this whole thing with them, and it ain't like let's work with him to get this done. He made a deal that's going to benefit him more than anything. So I got. So I guess my question though is when when did he get his money? Uh, Cap, did he get it after the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was after because Super Bowl. up until that time, like everything was up in the air, like so nobody knew what they was gonna do with Capital Lawsuit. So I mean, like, but they still don't. Still, we still don't really know how much he got because it's a, uh, a NDA. He can't talk about it. Right. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, what Jay is, what what everybody but heard about is actually facts. Like he kneeled. Okay, so we got to move past the kneeling. Like what? We just can't keep kneeling and nothing is getting right. about it. You still got blacks playing in the NFL. You still got millions that's joining every year. You still got Eric Reed for for Christ's sake signed back with the league. So it's that's like Eric Reed got the nerve to tell him he turning his back else? in the NFL jersey. Like what? Right, are you, what, so are you? what else? So so what are we supposed to do? And it's like you just can't you can't be a hater from outside the club. That's a that's a bar. Like you know what I'm saying? You not even, you can't even get in. So how is you hating? So it's like. You got to be within to make some actual change. And regardless of how he did it, Jay-Z been doing stuff people don't like for years. So, you know what I'm saying? He going to be bossed up and did it what he was supposed to do. And if he going to get rewarded for it, then that's what he do deserve to get, especially since everybody hating on him. So, right. I mean, I applaud the man for the, for making it happen. Well, well, I, I, I heard Amanda Seals put it a certain way, and I, I can't agree more. There's a difference between selling out and buying in. And what Jay-Z is doing is buying in. Okay, so my whole thing is let's just have a wait-and-see attitude with it. You know what I mean? Everybody's everybody's jumping down his throat. Let's just wait and see. Maybe maybe he's got something up his sleeve, you know, that's that's really going to result in some in some positive change. Now I hear he's a majority owner in an NFL team. Now they're not saying which one, but who knows? Maybe he might give Kaepernick a job on that team. Maybe not as yes. a starting quarterback, but at, somewhere on the staff because the, the 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 optics of him not not having a job in the NFL and the timing of it, the optics were bad, and it, it it was it was clearly over this issue, and it was clearly a wrongful termination, which is why they had no choice but to settle. No, no, no. They had okay. no choice but to settle because what what was going to come out in them in them uh, in the lawsuit, like when it, when it happened in open court, the owners were sending each other. Correct. That's right, right, what. Right. Was, that's what. Because and then, and then we got a, we, 
We got to realize, too, man, the scout report was out on Cap, man. He wasn't the same dude that took him to the Super Bowl, man. That's why he wasn't starting. Like, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he didn't deserve to be on a team and playing. Right. All I'm saying is he was not this, like, you know what I'm saying, the best quarterback. It wasn't like he was a Brady and was getting, you know what I'm saying, blackballed. Like, he was an average playing football player. But it was too many guys out there that were clearly not NFL caliber starting quarterbacks. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm never denying. I'm never not denying that. Like that's 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 facts. But I'm just saying, like, let's not make it seem like he deserved to be a starting quarterback or that he was this big star that just got shafted. Like, no, nah, he was struggling. That was the fact. I don't know that it was even that he was struggling either. I, it was a, it was a situation with the management in in San Francisco that he was, led to he that, was, so he had to go. He was struggling, man. He was struggling on that team. Let's put it like that. Yeah, on that team. Yeah, right. Correct. But I, I feel like I feel like Jay Z should have earned a little cat catchay by now. You know what I mean? Because he been he been doing stuff like he been he been paying people's lawyer fees and, and correct a lot of stuff. Yeah, and like behind the scenes that ain't, ain't he ain't really been doing for notoriety for the community. Right. You know? right. And hey, I feel like I, hey, I got dropped out for a second. I, I just want to say this in case I do. As far as as far as Cap is concerned. I, he's done, but if even if I was him, want the opportunity, like it's you, you, you settle and you're done, and he didn't make it on his own merits, and that's kind of what the issue is. Him getting a chance, and nobody's saying they're not. They're saying he's they're not giving him a chance. But anything he does at this point now, whether Jay Z lets him try out or whatever, anything he do is gonna look like it's a pity move, and. Him, his credentials as a football player are done. So, I feel like they've been done. Yeah, they've been done. done. But I'm just saying, there's nothing that he can do to come back from that. So it's like move on. I understand that move on, but at the same time, the issue with Jay Z is just that, like you said, I mean, I don't know if buying in be a good thing. Yeah, he bought in, but you know. You, if you buy in into, into something, you saying okay, I go along with this is a good idea. Let's do this. Let's connect. But it seemed like if he would, if Jay Z was really interested in, but there's there's, there's the, give and take in this deal. Correct. It's, it's a partnership. You know, there's certain things that he is he had like like uh, uh, you know community outreach and social justice programs that money is going to get you know now funneled to and propped up. Now. That feels like a payoff. I think Jay Z. Well, the only know, only that's thing, why I say it's, only thing that's he's going to do is to have is a wait and see attitude. I think the Super Bowl shows are going to be different now. But I, you know, no, but it's, it's going to be. It, it's not a. It's, it's not bigger a, than uh, that. It's not a payout. It's not a payout if he was doing it before the partnership, though. Bingo. All right. But in today's doing? point, in today's today's point, Jay Z has a history of trying to help out other black celebrities. So not I, just I, celebrities, I though. History, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I look at his history. So I think I think Jay Z's motives are pure. I agree. The optics do kind of suck, but I think his motives are pure. And at the end of the day, we should just wait and see how this pans out. Who knows? It could be a terrible thing. But I, I think I think this is the right track. Yeah, the, the thing I mean, is, that's all I'm saying. You put the, you put the black man in a, in a especially in a, in a in the NFL. He's getting a position. And he's getting a seat at the table, basically. Right. Like, People ain't, ain't, ain't in the owner circle, so if he's even allowed a, a partial ownership or or to own his own team, that's something that that no black man has done. You know what I mean? So now you got another voice at the table when when situations coming up like the Ray Rice and everything else. Like now you got a bunch of 
stuffy white owners and now you got a black guy in the room you know what i mean or even at the owners room meetings where they propose in different rule changes and all this other stuff you got a black a black voice there correct so now and, a, and a younger one is right you know what i mean black coaches or, or moving moving black people up the ladder as far as ownership goes and and i heard the the other part of the deal you know what i'm saying with him being over halftime that's supposed to be to help them get paid because they don't get paid for the halftime show no, they don't. They sure don't. Yeah, so that's yeah. It's not. It's they talking about actually paying the artists because artists is really taking L's on the record side sales. You know what I mean? So I heard that was for that purpose as well. Like to nah, get artists. Nah, that that kind of promotion is is crazy though. Like I wasn't ever I wasn't ever really beefing with them not getting paid because your album said spike, dude. That kind of exposure is ridiculous. Look at what it did for Missy. Off of somebody yeah, else's show. her career, right? Oh, like yeah. she was. But like, that's that was the issue that Jay Z said he had. He said that you know it used to be where you do a halftime show. It's a one artist halftime show, and they do. But now you got like Maroon Five, and now they bringing out what's that dude named Travis, Travis Scott Travis. and Big yeah. Boy, and they adding all the two. So now it's not just one person show. It's like this little mix of whatever because you got three. He said this little analogy like you got. Over, over the course of three years You got nine people making a decision And only three of them chose what the show was And then the others, other six people Disagreed with it And it's making these little whack half hybrid shows Because I mean when was the last good Halftime show that you saw Beyonce, Beyonce. Right, right. And, and I'm sure he had something to do with that And wasn't nobody else on there with her was it Nah uh-huh. Destiny's Child came out but, right. but that's, yeah, that's, that's still her, that's still her, her music yeah, that's so I can't remember was her show first or was the Coldplay show show first? Her Beyonce's was first. Okay, so then the Coldplay show might have been the last good one. Bruno Mars was cold too. Yeah, but you still all right, had all right. everybody under the sun coming out under these other shows, so you didn't get like just a. We 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 we, we gotta wait and see, man. We gotta wait and see how this develops. I I I don't want to have a knee jerk reaction to it, you know. And that's and, what the internet is for, you know, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Why? I ain't never been no Jay Z. Like I'm missing, I'm missing the whole point, huh, Jamil? Man, that's that's what it's about. You, you got to get these hot takes off immediately, and then, right? And then act like you didn't say it six months later. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, all right. So we we we, we got we we got to move on, man. We got to move on to our next our next segment. I, I, I wanted to do a, a a segment I call Leaders of the New School. Uh, when the 2000 teens broke. Uh, for hip hop, uh, there were a lot of artists kind of already positioned to be the next, uh, the next up, so to speak, as far as like top tier uh, talent. Soldier Boy, uh, tell uh, 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 six, six, <laughs> six, six rappers the like MCs. We gonna look at. We gonna look at Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, Drake, Chance the Rapper, uh, Joey B, and Logic. All of which have had pretty decent runs in the 20 teens. You know, we only got four months left in the decade, so we got a pretty good sample size of music from these from these guys. But six, who would y'all say has had the best run the past 10 years? Say that again. Six what? Out of those six, who would you all say has had the best run musically over the past 10 years? Yeah, it's definitely Drake. Drake, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, you got to go, Drake. 
y'all, y'all call quality or, or or music sales? Well, he success. He said success. He said success. I was, I was. Oh, I mean, that, yeah, success equates with music, but I'm just saying quality of music. I'm gonna get after Kendrick. Agreed. I, I think mean, everybody would say that Kendrick is the best of that group, but I don't, I, the I question, don't even, I guess, was about the success. I don't even know if I would give it over quality to Kendrick. Kendrick. Really? I mean, my boy J. Cole will be would, a close second. I would give my, it to J. Cole. I, look, I try. Mm. I try giving mm. J. Cole. I, J. Cole only. Listen, he both, don't get it. Both he, don't, he don't scratch that itch for me. But both of them, both of them had crazy mixtape eras, right? Right. One of them had a stellar first album. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The other one, not so much. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But Kendrick's second album didn't really hit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But J. Cole actually got better. No, you talking about To Pimp a Butterfly, I'm guessing. Yeah, To Pimp a Butterfly. That's the third album, but you don't like that album? Now, 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 are we counting, are we, are we counting, uh, I'm counting second. Okay, well, I mean, I I count that. I mean, and so you talking, okay, so you got the two albums. Though, J. Cole actually got better as the time went on. And you didn't didn't like To Pimp a Butterfly? No. Trash. Yeah, wow. Nah, y'all bugging. Y'all, y'all bugging. To pimp a butterfly was crazy. Y'all bugging. Man. You're right. <laughs> I'm saying crazy <laughs> as in good. It was, dude. It was all over the place, man. I thought so. That mess was spotty in my opinion. It was definitely was all, all over the place. place. It was definitely all over the place. That album in and just let it run, man. Like it's too many skippable tracks on that song. That album. I don't know, man. I let, I let, I let, know, I, I, I let we, that we play. Gonna have to, I, we gonna have to agree until then. We gonna have to. I was just like, ah, you know, and then I listen to that, to, like, what? Nah. We gonna have to uh, agree to disagree. J Cole, he's gone three for five as far as releases. Kendrick is in my opinion has gone four for four. Uh, Drake, Drake has had a commercially successful run, but. But 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 Drake has no class. He's still a more successful artist, though. Agreed. So you said success, so I would have this to go with true. Drake. This is true. Drake, Drake, Drake is not. Drake is not in. The, he's not in the hip hop game. Drake, Drake is in here to sell records. That's like that's right. That's what he do. If a trend pop off, he makes Drake, Drake, yeah. He, jump on that wave immediately. He make hits. Yes. He make hits. Right. That's, it. that's exactly what he do. So I, can't, I can't knock that hustle, but I, I I don't rock with a lot of his music. But to do every like he's been on the radio consecutively for at least eight years, man. That's fact. Yeah, yeah, I think you're yeah, right. It's been more like ten years at this point. Um, now, now, which 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 of these which of these MCs did ha- like disappointed you, or did their career disappoint you, or is it did they did their career just not go in a trajectory that y'all expected? Cause I would say, I would say like, I thought I thought I didn't think yeah. J Cole was going to be as good as he was. Honestly, like I did not see, I did not see the growth coming that he experienced. Cause when, if you recall, when he first came out and hit the scene, people were calling him the next Drake. And I remember thinking back then, well, shoot, if he the next Drake, because he was singing a lot. I don't think yeah, I'm interested I in this dude. I but then, I, say, I don't remember. I mean, I guess I heard that, but yeah. I didn't think that was by no means. I mean, that uh, grown Simba. Or whatever that mixtape had nothing like that didn't sound nothing like Drake. No, beginning time. But Drake I mean, in the true. beginning didn't sound like Drake. You know what I mean? In the be- 
I thought Drake, I think like like art art wise, like artist. That's what I was like, gonna say. He's the one who's disappointed me the most because he like when he first came out, like I thought he was gonna be yes, like a that's what he should have been of, like a Fonte as far as as far as like content. And then he just kinda went full blown into the, you know, <clears throat> into this beta male crooning that he does. And you know, he left a bad taste in my mouth very early, and it was just like I honestly thought he had potential. He was somebody I was rooting for in the beginning, but you know, he he found that formula and 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 just you know didn't let it go. Um, what do y'all think about where Chance? You need to make a, you need, need to make a left real quick. Yeah, get back on it, man. To be honest with you, like I don't think it's I don't think he went where we all wanted it to go, but he got his fans, and that's that's what is basically all that matters these days. I don't think his fans was really rocking with this last album either, though. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying they didn't, but I mean, the man just did a show. Like, I mean, he he a sellout. That's like, real. A, an arena, like you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying. That's what is. I mean, it's, it's it's sad to say, but I mean, like that's what it's about these days. Like people, they got their group of fans, and them fans will rock out with them regardless. So, yeah. But the thing about about any of of the artist and not even just generally generationally just in general it was something that j cole said uh, i forgot the name of the diss track when he was talking to, uh i guess it was trippy red or whoever but anyway he was like you know your uh your fans go- 1989 thank you he's like your fans are gonna grow up yeah you know what i'm saying and that chance is in danger of having that happen if your uh if your content doesn't grow or you're not making timeless music your fans gonna rock with you right now no that's true i, I think to, to your point i think that's what he was trying to do this album i mean it, yes. it yes. was just executed wrong i mean agree i agree completely i mean he was experimenting you know what i'm saying he went with the family take i mean that's where he at right now but you know maybe his fans appreciate when they get to that point but i mean he's like ahead of the curve right now in terms of like what people want to hear and what he actually put now that's real I mean, like, and I'm talking about Kinda having the curve. He's trying to do is what I'm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he's growing. Oh, he outgrowing his. Yeah, he's oh, okay. Right. I thought you meant no, like no, oh, wow. the curve, like the Joker. No, like is he's, he's out, he just he's 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 his fan. He's outgrowing his fans, basically. Like his fans are not caught up to where he's at in his life. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's married, got kids. Like his fans are not there yet. Right. So you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, think about like, that airline forty though. Not, I mean, <laughs> he just <laughs> them high waisted mom jeans he be wearing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just had a song called Acid Rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all of a sudden, the next one is all about family. Like, it's a complete. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, night and day, instantly though. So, I mean, they weren't ready, and it, and and then for the people who are in that space in their life. He didn't like you said. He didn't execute it very well, so it's a disconnect all around. I think. Um, I think what he was trying to do is admirable. He just it wasn't. It wasn't there. Yeah. Like you can't go. You can't go half, Kanye. Yeah. I think yeah. that's now. What do y'all? What the problem hey, was. Hey, that's a good. That's a good like way to describe that. Like you either got to go full Kanye or not Kanye at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's now, what do y'all think underrated. about Joey B, man? I agree, supremely underrated. Underrated, but I feel like I feel like his music ain't it ain't where it should be either. I agree. 
What? I, I, I disagree, man. Like, like when you take into account his age, like, okay, he has two albums that he's dropped. Both of those were like slamming to me. Like both, both All American, All American Bad A, and Before the Dollars, whatever you want to call it. Both those albums were like banging to me. What um, album? Talking about Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because he know how to pick his beats. Yeah. Right. You got people like Nas. Nas is an, like, is I, the one only of the coldest thing, MCs, but Nas cannot pick beats. Right. right. Uh, the only thing I wish for Joey is I, I wish he would have more content. But but then again, maybe not because like he doesn't seem to rush himself, and that seems to work for him. He seems to put out music when he's ready to put it out. He doesn't rush it. He doesn't chase a certain formula or a certain sound. He stays true to himself, and so far it's worked for him. He's got two really really good albums you know i wouldn't call them classics or nothing i just they, i kind of wish though they, he but had they're, the they're excellent out yeah yeah or at least reach out to other mcs more like do more features exactly because why because he's like you because you can murder your peers but it would seem to me like a featureless album is what make you dope because i mean no, no, I meant, I meant, I meant, I meant, I meant for him to appear on other people. Nobody true. else. Nobody hears it, then what good is it? Right, right. You gotta. You, well, it's not a matter of that, but I'm saying, like, you know what, people. Uh, Buster Rhymes made this statement once, and he was talking about how when he left LONS, that he was nervous because he had never wrote a whole song by himself. So now you got all these people on there. So he ain't got to write a whole song. He just did like a verse or two. And then he got other people on the album to make up, take up that slack. My thing is, if you supposed to be what you supposed to be, you don't need like, I don't want an album full of features. It's like, I want to hear you. I spent my money or my time to hear you, not everybody else, just because they popular, like people be. Putting people on songs just because they're popular. Like that's if you hear Dave, if you hear and you misunderstood what? what I was saying altogether. I wasn't suggesting that he reach out to other MCs to help him with his projects. I'm saying be more visible when other people are putting out projects and do more features in that way. I'm not saying you reaching for help. I'm saying expose yourself to more audiences. Yeah, because you 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 basically got to look for a Joy B album. Like exactly. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, people that follow him and hardcore fans, they, of course, they know when it drops, but I mean, like, somebody like me, it would miss me until somebody say, like, man, you heard Joey album? I'm like, he came out with an album? Because he, he don't have that machine behind him to pump, you know what I'm saying, that pump it out, basically. And I agree. I think he fired. I think he does pick the right beats and he got the right music behind him, but he can get lost in the shuffle, man. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, I didn't list this guy, but but a, a dude who seemed to kind of have fallen off, man. Like he he was positioned very good in the beginning of the decade, but now he's just kind of an afterthought. Huh. That's because he had problems, man. Yeah, man. He, he lost it, didn't he? Dang it! Nice. But he but he doing movies now, so well, we'll say that loosely. Is he? <laughs> Like, like, I, I think it was his brand, though. I, I think that he, he okay, Cuddy was kind of, he was kind of forced on oh, no. nah, audience. Cuddy got a strong brand, like, bro. Like, his his fans ride hard. 
Yeah. I always thought his his fans was like manic depressed. I ain't even before I even knew he was sick. But are they are they his are they his friends or are they Kanye fans? No, like, man, know, there's a lot of people that like him, him man. They just be like the like these depressed kids. No, nah, I don't shouldn't say depressed, but I don't know a single I don't know you a don't single kid in not, not not one. But if you I'll tell you I'll tell you a bunch of kid cuddy fans. Uh who was all these soulless emo rappers uh, uh juice world and uh uh what's his name ybn corday and uh Lil uzi vert they all love cuddy and you can tell because they're doing similar types of of music but it does not it yeah. doesn't resonate with real people the same way he he came in with that back uh the backpack rapper like the in that way and he had a a, a crazy following yeah he did Hey, hold on. Who is that? YBN Corday? Is that dude that did the song with Anderson Pack? Yeah. Yes. yes, yes, and that song is fire. That, 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 that J Cole produced. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I like that song. That song's crazy. I was like, "What is this?" I was watching the Tonight Show when they was on. I was like, "What?" So put me on to it, man, because I I had the album in my queue, but I heard that match. I'm like, "Let me go. Let me, let me go listen to this." All right. I went right to it Like oh man Now I ain't gonna lie I didn't like the rest of the album Maybe one other song But I don't know I, I was digging that song I think it was one other song And I just It wasn't my, my thing I'm saying I, Let me rephrase that I didn't like his beat selection He had like a few beats on it That I liked I just didn't like the choice he's, he, he's, he, he got some skills I just It was just Man To me that's He all. came along at the right time though like he got skills compared to his peers, right? Yeah, yeah. But he won't last long. Like he don't have longevity. I don't think, unless he grows some. I think he got he to kind of switch lanes. Yes. Switch who he's trying to market to. Yeah, he's still he's still young enough to kind of find his way. I think. Um. But yeah, very very well, man. So I don't know, man. Like like. You know, creatively, I think Kendrick has kind of like maintained his his crown in rap. You know, he's somebody that everybody takes seriously. Nobody really questions him. You know what I mean? The way people kind of question Drake, right. and the way people kind of second guess Drake. You know, and even Cole, even Cole is kind of like you know, to me, he's kind of you know leapfrogged over Drake in, in those regards as far as like this, you know. Just respectability and and you know, but that's strictly that's strictly within the hip hop community. If you're looking at it at, in, a, in a larger context, Drake is, um, he's definitely got more reach than either of them. Kendrick Drake, is Drake, Drake is the reason why Lil Nas X is been number one for so long, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. I that that's a song I can but, easily hear Drake on, like. When you listen to the melody and the cadence, it's a little like, too I happy for Drake, though. It has to be a little. Well, we don't know yet. Drake still has the possibility of stealing the the song. It's been out too long, <laughs> but you're right. That's that's been his move. I mean, he just gonna steal the beat and then just change up everything else about it because that's what he do. Right. <laughs> All right, man. So we go. We gonna move right along to our next topic, man. A uh, good, good convo, good convo though. Um, but our next topic, man, we 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 a little late on this because we we took a week off. But there's there's been this uh, top fifty MC list that's been floating around the interwebs uh, that was originally put out by thebrew.com, 
and um, apparently they're a, a, a agency that is dedicated their life to blasphemy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't to talk about they, that. They, they, they they put out this list, this top fifty MC list, man. And dude, I don't even know where to begin, man. I mean, the, the, the obvious elephant in the room is Joe Button being listed number three. Um, no but, Scarface on the list at all. No Scarface. No, he wasn't. I think when like when KRS one like forty something. Yeah. Scarface. No Scarface. Scarface is number sixteen. I'm looking mm. at it now. KRS one wasn't on there at all. All oh, right. See, I, I can't even. Ugh. Rock him or somebody was way down there. This oh, this crazy. list was was designed to troll the internet and it worked. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, dude, he has stack bundles on here, man. Like that. I'm pretty sure I went to school with that nigga. Yo, man. yo, tap me in when we get to the next topic. I got nothing for this. When I looked at the list, I stopped at number three, and I didn't even bother looking at the rest of the list. <laughs> Correct, and I'm not arguing with nobody about it. So, so he had a ball on here. He had, he had. Uh, I like to do, but I like I, Bundita is not top fifty. Um, Big Boy is not top fifty. Uh, Drake is. He had Drake at twenty three. <sighs> It's just some just push it, push it. T is definitely, I think, solidified his his spot in a, as a top 50 MC, but 13 is way too high. Dude, is Black Thought even on that? Evan? Black Thought is five. Okay, I, I think is top, he's top five. This, 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 this is, I don't know who I would number one, two, and three. But I, I do know this. I do know Red Man is top ten. Eminem is top ten. Ghostface is top ten. Black Thought is top five. And Rakim is top three. And you gotta have. He doesn't have. Lit, he doesn't have is Pharaoh on there? Because I ain't looking at it right now. Is Pharaoh on there? No, Pharaoh's not on there. Big L is not on there. Um, Q-Tip's not on there. Lauren Hill's not on there. Uh, Slick Rick is not on there. Queen Latifah is not on there, and Guru is not on there. Yeah, he got stacked bundles. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah, move on. Right. Yeah, this list is trash. This list is trash. I can't even. I can't even work it up to to argue it, man. But I feel I feel like it had to be addressed. Okay, moving right along, man. Moving right along. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they definitely put this list together under a bridge. Okay, so we're going to move right along to our next segment, man. We have this little... Um, we, we have this, this segment that we do where we we award the, the best producer from a particular year. And we do it in chronological order. And right now we're in the year 1991. 91? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so we got we got quite a few good quality albums from that year. Um, Ice Cube, Death Certificate, N.W.A., Niggas for Life, Main Source, Breaking Adams, De La Soul, Is Dead. Uh, what else? Uh, Black, the Black Sheep album. Uh, Low End Theory by uh, DJ Quick. Quick is the name. Uh, what else? A lot, a lot of good albums, man. Slick Rick, The Ruler's Back. But looking, looking back at that year. There, there's a few names that kind of kind of stand out as far as uh, uh, top producers: Dr. Dre, 
Prince Paul, Q-Tip, Large Professor, DJ Quick, DJ Muggs, Pete Rock, and of course, Jazzy Jap. Of those names, who would y'all give the crown to as far as the best producer from 1991? Well, I'm going to say this. I, I'm older than y'all, so I absorbed all of You cut? You still there? You cut off. I'm oh, guessing he was probably going to say he got it in real time. That's my guess. Ah, that's... <laughs> that sucks, man. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that probably was what he was about to say. Um, but yeah, can't hear him right now. Oh well. Oh well. So, ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah, this one was this one was kind of tough. Hey, let me look at this producer list again. Yeah, so you got you got Dr. Dre. He did he did niggas for life. Then. You got Prince Paul. He produced De La Soul was dead. You produced Low End Theory. Large Professor who produced Breaking Adams. DJ Quick with his debut album. DJ Muggs did the um, first Cypress Hill album. Um, Pete Rock produced the uh, All Sold Out EP. And then Jazzy Jeff. And uh, he, he uh, produced, um, man, what was the name of it? Um, Home Base. Home Base with Will Smith. Mm. <clears throat> I'm going Q-tip this year. Yeah, I'm about to say Q-tip. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think your 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 Dre, you know what I'm saying, of course, and your Jazzy. But I think Q-tip that album was probably way more classic than the album that that those guys produced that year. Does that make any sense? Yeah, one hundred percent. No, no, I, 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 I totally hear what you're saying. It's, it's, uh, it's timeless, man. It's timeless. It's, it's the album that people, one of the albums people talk about the most. Right. Like I, don't, I don't have none of those other albums like in my, but I do have Low End Theory. You know what I mean? Like, right. And part, and a big part of that was the production, the sound right. of it, especially right. at that time. It was very different from everything else. Like between between Q-Tip and DJ Quick, they had very unique sounds for that time. That's true. Uh, That's true. And different from each other. Um, you know, you could tell Quick was they they were just some weed smoking Cali dudes, <laughs> just on some super laid back stuff, kind of jazzy still, but yeah, um, not quite the same as what Tip was doing. You know, with the the instrumentation, uh, the drums was all crazy. And, and like Reggie said, Low End Theory was not only the best album that year, like this is consistently in people's top 10 hip hop albums ever. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I give it the tip too, man. I give it the tip too. A close second, I, I, a close second would be Prince Paul though, because because De La yes, Soul there was, was an amazing album. Um, so too, man, another one I got to give, give props to. Uh, Breaking Adams by the main source, man. Like that album was ahead of its time, man. Um, Usually, if you have not checked it out, check it out. Uh, Large Professor, he 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 put his foot in that album. Um, so um, yeah, if if y'all haven't already, man, check out Main Source Breaking Adams. It was pretty dope too. I mean, of course, everybody knows about Dr. Dre and the work he did on that that second uh, NWA album. Uh, what's funny? What's funny about NWA is that, like, after Q mm-hmm. left the group, 
they got better and Cube, but Cube got better too. Well, remember about that. That's probably because what's the name started writing for them. I don't know if he got better or he was always that good. But people forget how be- good of a lyricist he was, and that's the DLC. Yeah, the DLC. You, the DLC right. was a you're beast. right. Hundred percent. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, it, it's a shame his career didn't take off like it could have after that. You know, after that accident. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, lyrically he was he was pretty underrated. He he's probably one that deserves to be on the top fifty list as well. Now that I Agreed. I mean, people don't think of him because he penned lyrics for other people. And to be honest, if we really broke it down like that, like if you take some of the, the, the more iconic songs that we all remember and actually look at the writing credits, I bet. Like if you just went off of who wrote what songs and, and crafted your, you know, your 50 MCs based off that, it might look a little different than what you expect. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you get somebody like Sauce Money, for instance, right? He's not somebody that you really know, but you know he could write his butt off. True. Yeah. Skills. Royce was doing a lot of ghostwriting. Pharaoh was doing a lot of ghostwriting. Like it's, you know, people who know know, but when people are like crafting these lists, they're not really considering things like that. They just know, yo, I like this artist, these songs. Oh, I'm going to grab this name because everybody says this person should be on a list. So I'm going to throw them on there. You can usually tell when somebody now, really now, knows what they knows they stuff or, or don't. Yeah. Now, now me, when it comes to these lists, man, like you, you, you have the universal top 50 and then you have your own personal top 50. Like there's people where I will put in my own personal top 50 that I recognize will not go on like the universal uh, top 50. Like, agree. I will put like an MC like I'll put an MC like Juice. You know what I'm saying? In my Ooh, top you. 50 or J-Lock. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or MERS, but I, I understand they wouldn't necessarily make the universal top 50. But like artists like Big L and Chuck D and Slick Rick and Feral Munch, Lauren Hill, Razzcast, like they belong on the universal list. But I, I'm, I'm done talking about that, that top 50 but um, <laughs> um but yeah that, that, that's where I stand on that um man I do not think we're gonna have enough time to get to our industry plant uh discussion nah cause I, I, I have some I have some extensive notes on that but we can always get to that um but uh what I did want to get to was uh what I did want to get to was our album face off Hopefully Jason could, could could chime in. I still see him as being connected, but I, I just can't hear him. But what we did, man, we went, we reached back to 1994, man, and um, we pit, we're pitting two two albums from that year against each other. One being uh, Common uh, Resurrection, and the other being Pete Rock and CL Smooth, the main ingredient. So, um, were you guys able to check these out? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll get right into it, man. So, uh, Jamil, man, y'all hear me? Uh, out of these two yeah, albums, we hear you now. Hey, what's okay. up, Jason? What were you in a? What were you in a? a no, space I was just time listening to what y'all was saying at first. I was listening. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, yeah, we can hear you now. Uh, but you, you, you chimed in right in time for our, our album face off, man. We, we put uh, Common's, I, uh, resurrection. I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with Common. 
I mean, that's a hard choice, but I'm gonna have to go with Common because I just remember Soul by the Pound and then the remix of that, and I was just like Man. going. <laughs> that that wasn't. Oh, right. you said a Resurrection. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's even tough. Soul by the Pound was so. Soul by the Pound yeah, was. Yeah, I'm right. bad, bad. I'm, 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 you said ninety three. Ninety. Ninety four. Okay. Oh, that's why I'm thinking a different year. All right. I'm still gonna have to go with Common, cause I, I, mean, okay. I like I like I love Main Ingredient. I love Pete Rock to death, but I was just like I, I Common had more rotation on it, and I don't know if it was just cause he's from Chicago, but just that album just resonated, man. And I was just yeah, it was all Common. Okay, okay, all right, very well. So it was just a simple. Just a, it, it was a pretty simple choice. I mean, it ain't that. It, it's not that. It's just that Common is a better MC than CL Smooth, and Pete Rock is a better producer than No ID. But No ID fit Common. Yeah, I said that. No ID fit Common better than Pete Rock because most of Pete Rock's beats that just be crazy got other people on them other than CL. And I, hey. No, yeah, I, wait, yeah a wait a minute. Wait a minute. I ain't mean to cut you off, Jason. Go ahead, bro. I do. No, I do have. Okay. Now I'm interjecting because there's somebody on this podcast that said a couple episodes back, and listeners, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, even though I'm not. Somebody said that nobody <laughs> rides a P rock beat like CL Smooth. I said I disagree, and I named a couple MCs who rocked them a little bit better. Now all of a sudden. When that same thing comes up, you agree. I ain't going. Well, I mean, dude, <laughs> some of the most on the low. Back to talking about the low end theory. The 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 singles off. Wait, 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 wait. So Jamil, so huh? Jamil, Jamil, Jamil. I stand by my statement. I stand by my statement. Nobody can rock a, a P rock beat like CL Smooth. Others can still rock it, rock to his beat, just not as well. But. Okay, it's not I disagree, well. but I was I was but, mistaken but he, in how I said he, it then. But he he has pulled out some major heat for other artists that I do agree with. Whereas with him and CL Smooth, it was just like I think he was just trying to put together a cohesive sounding album, and he wasn't necessarily trying to wow you. Okay, production. I can rock with I can rock with that. But but I I hear your points, Jason. I hear your points. Okay, so Jamil, we'll swing it to you. Uh, it was a difficult decision for me, um, but the explanation is simple. I went with Common, um, and it is absolutely with him being from Chicago, but not specifically because he's from Chicago, but the album itself is so Chicago. The slang, the tone of voice, the references, is all 100% Southside Chicago, and that resonates with me personally. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, Reggie. Uh, I went with Common as well. For the for the very actually as exact reasons that uh, Jamil <laughs> chose, it. All right. the exact same reason. It just resonated more. Yeah. Like who else talking about drinking yeah, a stick with fried chicken? You know what I mean? Like that's. I <laughs> do. I put in my notes. I said Common's resurrection is like a Herald's four piece. With mouth sauce, fries, slaw, and a tro- and a tropical punch mystic. Um, now for Pete Rock and Seals, the main ingredient 
That album is like a stack of freshly cooked old school butter cookies with rum butter sauce. Sound like you were hungry, tea. man. Right. Edibles. Sound like you were hungry. Dude, like that album, the main ingredient album is so smooth. Now, for the record, I did pick the comment for all the all the reasons that y'all have already stated. But production wise, dude, I, it was it was a little tough for me. I thought it was going to be easy, but when I went back and listened to the main ingredient, it was it was yes. harder than I thought. Because um, the production was just so good, and CL rocks those beats so well. It was just. Man, it's it's a it's a pretty bulletproof album, but it's just something about that comment. When I put in Resurrection, dude, I'm literally transported to a different like time and space. I could be in the middle of the desert, and I'll it'll transport me back that right. back to Chicago. I was, I you know, was, I was standing, I was over there watching the film, the video for I used to love. Him. I was, cause oh, I was, wow. I, I was, going, I went to CVS, and I was standing over. I went up there for something. It was during the summertime. I was up at the school for something. I come outside and they film, you know, on that video where they break dancing in the park. Yeah, that, that was across the street from CVS. I'm standing out there like watching them film a video for the first time, man. I was bugging out. Look at that. Oh, that's wild. That's wild. That is. Crazy. Yeah, man. Jason got history, man. He owe Melly Mel twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Jason got history, man. Yeah, um, dude. That was... Yeah, man. Yeah, that album is just new, man. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I got some of the references because I was over at CBS on 87. So everything he was saying, I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I was with you. I mean, I wasn't, yeah, man. I wasn't, you know, around CBS at that time. And I certainly wasn't old enough to be rocking with, with, with them. 94, I was still a kid out west. But I vividly remember that feeling. And, and the references are, are still there, even if I wasn't living it at the time. I remember swimming in Avalon and peeing in the pool. Like, <laughs> you, you know exactly yeah. what he's talking yeah. about. Right, right. You know what I mean? Funtown, man. I don't, y'all ain't old enough to remember Funtown. Right off the cottage. Right yeah. where, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I vaguely remember, yeah. Man, dude. That was crazy, yeah. But the, um, yeah, the common man, like, it's, it's, you know, and then lyrically, like, his content, like, he was at a stage in his life where, you know he was he was still kind of you could tell he was kind of finding himself as an MC, but he still had like enough like perspective and maturity to kind of like you know speak on certain topics you know with with somewhat of a of a mature perspective and it was like a coming of age album yeah. it's like the way he's talking about his weaknesses and his vulnerabilities and life in Chicago, you were just able to relate to it more. Whereas, like the main ingredient was more of a like grown and that's a good way of putting it. That's true. Because what I was thinking about when you was making the food analogies, I was taking it to liquor. With 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 the main ingredient <laughs> reminding me of a, a, a real good wine, and uh, resurrection is a forty with the homies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, it's 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 a fifth for Hennessy, man. Yikes! It's, it's a fifth for Hennessy, man. But but the main ingredient is like I don't know, Don P or something. But uh, but yeah, man, yeah, great. Both of those are great albums. Uh, both of those are classics in my book, and you know, must own albums for you know any true hip hop head. So anybody listening, if you haven't heard either album, 
both of them are definitely worth listen checking. to the main ingredient first um, yes yes i would suggest that definitely suggest that um but yeah man yeah yeah both of those are great man definitely all right man so we're gonna move right along man uh what else did i have on the syllabus oh we can move right along to overrated and underrated man so overrated or underrated man comedian tony Baker. <laughs> underrated <laughs> yeah he I, I i i gotta go underrated too man yeah, was say underrated. like like not just not just for his animal voiceovers but like he does some pretty hilarious movie reviews too and i don't know if y'all ever checked out his podcast hey i didn't know he had one cram thing yeah 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 that's him Oh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, it'd be funny, but it, after a while, I was like, "All right." I mean, he he's not a one-trick pony, though, man. He's got he's got other stuff he does that's pretty dope. Um, yeah, he's dope, man. And he's from Chicago. All right, man. Next up, man, block parties. Overrated or underrated? Uh, I guess I go overrated. I ain't been to a block party in forever. I guess we don't do those out here. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think they 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 not they not the what they used to be. So I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say overrated. Yeah, I, I would go overrated too. Back in the day, they were underrated, man. But now it's just times is just too crazy, man. Everybody, you know, you know, everybody's so quick to pick up a gun. Everybody's so hot, right? Man. But like, I remember, I remember block parties used to be. Yeah. That that was. You know that was a cap to your right, summer, right man. before you like, went back to school. I remember, I, I right, right. I remember the block my grandmother lived on. I used to always go to the block parties even after we moved. But yeah, yeah, man, they was they was nice. They was nice. All right, man. Next up, actually buying ice cream from an ice cream truck. Overrated. That's underrated, man. We'll go ahead, go that young. Uh, overrated. Overrated. Yeah, overrated. I'm man. Gonna say- Cause you could buy everything now if you know where to get it. Exactly. It's underrated. Nah, 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 nah. I gotta go underrated, man. I don't know. I don't know where these new ice cream trucks are coming from, but they have actual ice cream, like real, true ice cream on these trucks now. There's this ice cream truck that that would park across the street from my son's school when the kids would get out once the weather got warm. And dude, they had, they had Oreo milkshakes and soft serve cones and like. The stuff was good, man. It was good, and it was cheap. It was like a buck. That Tony Tony Freeze. Um, no, not Tony Freeze. It was some. It was some. It was some nondescript truck that was manned by like the Hispanic mm. lady. So no, that's, that don't count, man. Because they 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 they'll put some stuff on there and just make it. That's like them standing on the corner doing the corn and the cup thing, man. That's yeah, I'm cool on that. Yeah, they make the real stuff. Hey man, I gotta go underrated, man. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. It was because ice cream, uh, ice cream truck, ice cream was whack when we was kids. It the stuff would be all old and from like two years ago and all, you know, freezer dried and Bro, I was just gonna say that. That's what I was just gonna say. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's still overrated, but it was. I ain't never had a bad experience off the ice cream truck. Me neither. No nah, man, I had some man. That stuff be be old as ever, and they be trying to sell it to you. Because like you, you got to you got to go to right. the trucks that go outside of Rosen, man. No, that's <laughs> the only place I've gotten them from. They always good. So I don't, that's again, like I don't know what he's talking about. 
No, nah, this was up in Auburn Gresham, man, when I when I was getting oh, eaten. Okay. They was doing you wrong then, man. Yeah, they was poisoning our <laughs> souls, man. Um yeah, it wasn't right. All right, man. Next up, man. Playing tennis. Overrated or over overrated or underrated. Tennis? Underrated. Yeah, man. It's good. I mean, black people start man. doing good doing exercise. more sports than just basketball, football, softball, man. There's more things out there. Yeah, tennis is dope. Tennis is dope, man. I, I gotta say. And it brought us Serena All and right. Booty. <laughs> Don't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Next up, man. Kane's chicken. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Underrated. Where is it at? Um, they they peppered all over the city, man. You got one on ninety. Is it one in the gas station on like on one hundred twenty seven? Oh, Kedzie. I'm sure it's not no gas station. It's like it used to be a Burger King. Twenty seven. No, no, you thinking about you thinking about that Chester's spot? Yeah, Chester. I don't know, man. I I don't trust people with chicken, so I don't I don't eat everybody chicken. Nah, Canes is just uh, chicken fingers, though. But I like chicken tenders. Hey, man, Canes is fire, man. Is it, it's one at Evergreen Park? Yeah. Yeah, it's one there. It's one on 111. I've world. seen it. I ain't never had it, but I've seen it. That's all right. You know what? I got to go. I got to go. I don't want to go overrated, but it's definitely not underrated. I, I guess it's properly rated. Like, the only thing, the only thing that's lacking with Canes I wish they would serve their chicken in more than just one flavor. And I wish they would offer you more than just one sauce. They offer you that one sauce they got. And that's that's basically it. You can't you can't have your chicken tenders uh spicy, uh you know, just Sounds a little, a little overrated to me, sir. No man, you ain't gotta go there. <laughs> <laughs> that, man. When you go there you get five foods. You don't want that, you don't go, man. Simple, man. Now they do. Their fries is on point. Their fries is on point. Their sweet tea is on point, and the chicken ain't bad. I just wish it came in more flavors. Iced tea is fire. The lemonade is fire. I went one time in a mall, so maybe I didn't have the best example of it. It was just okay. Oh man, it was. It's it's decent. It's decent. You know, it ain't it ain't no you know it ain't no heroes, but you know it's decent. All right, man. Next up, man. Crawfish. Overrated or underrated? I'm not a fan of crawfish like that. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tap out. I got no vote here. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a big fan of the crawfish. Um, I'm, I'm not. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's properly rated. Man, I'm gonna go underrated, man. If, if you cook it right, man, spice it right. It's one of the best things. It's one of the best things you can ever eat. Actually, no, I have not had any. I don't think I've had any crawfish this Using year. You in New Orleans and didn't get no crawfish? You know what? Crawfish season had ended three weeks ago when mm. I went. So, unless you. Scared off and just chuck it. No, I don't do all that, man. I, I ain't no savage. Yeah, I just think people do that, so it's I mean, I mean, that's kind of what you're supposed to do, which led me to say I don't want no, it. You, you ripped the tail off. You ripped the. You rip the tail off and then you chuck the rest. Like, cause all the meat is pretty much in the tail. It's like a little miniature lobster. Hey man, you talk to them, talk to them boys, Louisiana, Texas. They gonna tell you <laughs> it's the head. Yeah. Either way, I'm not. No, I'm. No, they can. They, they can miss me on the sea insects, dog. I'm good. 
that's 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 some savage stuff right there. That some some savage came along was like bite the head. Like real people don't eat it that way. Biting the head and sucking the brain all out of whatnot. That's not a thing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know when I was down there with them. <laughs> they bit the head and not the tail. They didn't. Nah, you, eat the t- you eat the whole thing exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't. You don't chuck none of it. You get the meat out the tail, but you got to get the head too. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I don't I don't take it that far. It's 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 not that serious, man. It's it's there's meat in the tail, you eat the meat. I don't I don't need to suck the brains out and all that. That's that's some that's some I agree. stuff. <laughs> all right, man. Next up, man, be it with overrated. Underrated. It's family Underrated. fun for family fun for all ages, man. I can't say it's overrated because everybody play it, so I, I I'm, I'm gonna go overrated. I'm gonna go overrated win. because people people take it so people, certain people take it so serious, man. So serious. They act like it's a game of skill as opposed to like a game of just. There's. I mean, I, I suppose there yes. is some skill in it. Yes. There is some skill involved in it, but people just. I don't know, man. They. they <laughs> so you must be on a heavy losing streak, man. Because I was just gonna say he. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do okay with it. I do okay with it, but it's like if you suggest playing anything else, they act like you're like a kindergarten. Oh, like, yeah, well, that's because kids play things other than beer whist. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see you want <laughs> Y'all, y'all want to play some Uno? <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm down for it. Hey, hey man, don't thumb your nose up. Don't thumb oh, your I nose up. Not at all. Not at all. I play with all the shorties in my congregation. <laughs> nah, I'm down for a good game owner. I'll play whatever, man. You talking about a card game? It's, it's I'm I'm playing with the table gonna play. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think being is well overrated. Um, it's just a to me, it's just a more complicated version of spades, basically. In some ways, it can be, but it's the it's the yeah, additional complications that make it the, make the game different because now you have to play the other players as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it's it's like, you know, I get it. Every, the the the, uh, the trump cards switch up. The you know, and the kitty and the dealer and all of that so to kind of make it even. But there's ways to make spades even too. So it's like you can do all that with spades as well. So, um, you know, I don't. Know, I think it's overrated. All right, man. Last up, man. Spaghetti. Overrated. Underrated. I'm gonna say underrated. I love me spaghetti. Underrated. I'm gonna go a little overrated. I'm gonna go overrated, man. Spaghetti. Oh, whoa, 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 You're taking it too far, sir. <laughs> spaghetti to me, spaghetti is good when it's paired with like catfish, mac and cheese, candied yams, ribs. You know what I'm saying? It's like the fifth thing on your plate. But like spaghetti alone is just like dinner. Oh, like, nah. But then are we eating spaghetti? Like, oh, nah, nah, you ain't making it right then. You can't just throw some noodles and some sauce in there if that's going to be the main meal. You got to, you got to doctor it up a little bit. Why I heard nobody saying nothing about like no meatballs and nothing, or some Italian sausage and nothing with it. You say you have not heard that? I'm saying I'm talking about like in during this course of this conversation. Oh no, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You can't just have just the just the pasta and some sauce. You got to oh, have no, the. Exactly. Some some good. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not I mean it ain't even the real the real meatballs. 
I don't eat spaghetti without no meat, so it's been suggested that I eat it. I don't, I, I don't dig it with fish either, but fish, fish like you know, perch and or uh, catfish right on the side. I don't like that, but you gotta have meat in it, mar- and and this marinara sauce or whatever, pasta sauce or whatever. Yo, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I don't know, man. I still think I mean, it's a trash. You gotta you in you in a bind you in a bind and you need to feed the family of four with, with ten dollars. I said you and my old man agree because he don't like spaghetti at all. Oh wow. Hey man. Hey, I, I'm with him, man. I'm with him. Like, I mean, I I eat it no, if it's you know there. That's the plague, him. <laughs> he must have had to eat a lot really? of it as a kid, then. No, he just he don't dig it. Just, he got a thing like me, like I don't like jelly and Jello, and um, I don't like Jello and pudding because I don't like the way it feel when you swallow it. I got it. you. Yeah, it's like, like like that. I can feel that a texture issue with it. That makes sense. It's a it's a unusual unusual type of food in that way. I never really thought about that. <laughs> man, y'all niggas weird, man. <laughs> I love it's crazy, man. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I understood the texture issue. Jiggly Kool-Aid is sliding down your throat. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> you make it sound so disgusting. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. So next up, man, our next segment, we're going to dive right into our usual segment, What You're Bumping. But we invite y'all to share uh, what y'all been bumping for the past week, whether it be new, old, or just something the audience ain't heard. We gonna start off with you, Jason, man, for the past week, man. What you been bumping? Yeah, hello, hello. Are oh, you bumping that art of silence? Sure. Yeah. I've been listening to that Mer- that uh that Sky Zoo and P Rock and uh and Murs. Okay, okay. Yeah, that Sky Zoo and P Rock, the uh I heard the the, the single yeah. off of it. When does the album I don't come? know, but I'm excited for it because I was I lost my mind when I heard it. Yeah, then you say that beat was like twenty some yeah, years old. Ninety four. Twenty five. Yeah, 25 years old, man, but it was dope. All right. Uh, Reggie, man, what you been bumping? Uh, um, a lot, as usual. Um, but I've been listening to uh, Snow Allegra. Um, I've been listening to the final, I mean, uh, Sam for the Great. Oh, she's dope. Um, I've also been listening to... Uh, What's that? Uh, the original jam session with Quincy Jones and Bill Cosby. Mm. 1969. Man, that boy mm. is fire. I'm gonna have to check you that out. You ever heard that? That joint is fire. And then, um. Is Hickey Burr on there? You said what now? Hickey Burr. Yeah, it is. No, Hickey Burr. Hickey Burr is on there. Yes, you are correct. Um. Um, and then I've been listening to my normal ratchetness. Um, <laughs> I, I listen to Lil Dirk as well as Rick Ross, and uh, I listen to Nigel's album too. Hope. Mm. It's, it's you know, I mean, it's punk, so you you know you got to be into punk music to like it. But I like his sound, man. So 
Um, it was a good album, though, in my opinion. Okay. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. All right. Jamil, man, what you been bumping? Uh, I haven't really been bumping a whole lot, honestly. Just just the merch. That's about the only thing I have time for lately. I have not heard it yet. I got it downloaded, but I haven't heard it yet. Hey, man, don't listen to it in order. Listen to uh, Unicorn Glitter first, and then go <laughs> to the beginning. <laughs> Why you gonna tell him to do that, man? Hey, that is. <laughs> you gotta listen to that one first, and then go back to the beginning. Hey, hey don't don't play it. Don't play it loud with your wife in the room. Hey, that's exactly <laughs> when you play. Hey, so you girl, do that when they acting up. You do that when they I will listen to it. That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. Girl, you a star. <laughs> you finna get hit with a pot. <laughs> so, <laughs> What you listening to? Just let you know. <laughs> All right, man. This week, man, I've just been bumping. I've been bumping the MERS. Uh, uh, the Iliad is dead and the Odyssey is over. Uh, I'm still bumping uh, Prince Paul's Negroes on Ice. I'm um, really getting into that. I've also been bumping this band called, this jazz band called The Midnight Hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album is, is live at Linear Labs, but it's like a jazz band that, um, that Ali Shaheed Muhammad, I guess, spearheaded. And it's it him and Adrian Young. Yep, and Adrian Young. I think, isn't, isn't James Poyser in it too? I don't know. I thought it was just the two of them. I'm sure he's done some work with them. No, it's a it's a nine piece band. Then so what that like, is, is this particular. I haven't, I didn't listen to the live album yet. That's a different collective than what they put the, the actual album out with. Like, I think the group is just the two of them. Okay. Okay, but yeah, I've been bumping live at live at Linear Labs. That's that's pretty dope. I've also been bumping this uh, this dude named Ray Wemley. Have y'all heard it? <laughs> okay, he's like a, he's like this dude who does freestyles on YouTube. But lately, he's been doing some stuff with Common. Uh, I've really been getting into his stuff. Uh, he's a he's a pretty dope lyricist. I also been bumping um, C Keys and Kazi. Uh, they dropped the album. Uh, called Keys to Kazi, but man, it's it's some it's some it's some under deep underground stuff. But man, it's 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 one of the best albums I've I've heard all year. Hey, is, that, is that Midnight Hour? Are they the ones that was with uh? They did they was on a uh, tiny tiny desk with uh Rock Him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. Yep, that's them. And then lastly, I've been bumping um this new album from Blue. And um, Damu the Fudge Monk called Groundwater. It's like a little, it's like a little EP they did, man. It's you know nothing, nothing groundbreaking, um, but it's a pretty decent listen. It's only like like seven, eight tracks. It's it's a brief little listen, but it's it's definitely some dope stuff. So, to anybody out there listening, man, check this stuff out. It's pretty dope. All right, man. So, hey, Ian, um, real quick, I will pretty did much- you uh, did you okay. ever listen to that Stew and the Negro problem? I I got to check out uh, what was the song you told me to check oh, out? Oh, clown with the ne- nuclear codes. Yes, yes, and it was you know it was real melancholy. I, I got him, I got them queued up though in my like you know in, in my playlist on YouTube, whatever. But I'm definitely still going to check. Yeah, it out. that I didn't get a chance to check out the whole album, but that that I like that I particular like one is not a good entry point because it's so it's so depressing, honestly. But yeah, yeah, check them out. I, I, I would like to get your opinion. I just like the name. <laughs> but, Me too, man. I love that name. <laughs> yeah, but they're dope. 
Just doing a Negro problem, man. That's dope. <laughs> uh, so next week, man, next week, what I wanted... Well, actually, no, not next week. Week after next, because I, I, I got to take a week off next week to, to um, take care of some business. But we'll be back again in another two weeks. But when we do come back, uh, the school year would have started back up again. Uh, and in the spirit of the school year... Uh, for our album Face Off, the two albums I want to put against each other and weigh in on is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill versus College Dropout by Kanye West. Say that one more time. Um, uh, the two albums I want to put against each other is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill versus College Dropout by Kanye yeah. West. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, we got two weeks on that to kind of check those out. Get, you know, put our notes together and weigh in on which which album we feel is the stronger album. Um, I think that's going to be a tough one. I, I I just thinking about it off the top of the dome. I, I can't say for sure which one I think is better. Um, but you know, we we, we shall see. Um, yeah, they both have the same. My wife is actually. My, my wife just leaned in the room and said, "Lauren." <laughs> And then um, another thing I wanted to weigh in on was, of course, uh, our whole industry plans discussion. We didn't really get to uh, tackle that today, but I want to get to that topic. Uh, do y'all think industry plans are a thing? And if so, are they good or bad or indifferent for hip hop? Um, and then another thing I want to tackle, too, um, uh, I want to review. I want to review the new uh, Little Brother album. Of course, it's it has not dropped as of right now at the time of this recording, but it's going to drop at midnight. Um, I want to review that with you guys. And then I also want you guys to dig up, if you can, three to five songs that you feel are the most impressive conscious hip-hop songs. Um, we know conscious hip-hop kind of gets the rap for being corny, you know, or too, um, or just too preachy. But there are some great examples of some conscious hip-hop out there that's done right, that's not too preachy, that's not too corny. So if you have three to five songs that, uh, that are good examples of conscious hip-hop that you feel are dope, jot them down and share them on the show uh, for, for people to check out. I'm going to so, go with one just off the top of my head right now. Um, two Live Crew, Shake What Your Mama Gave You is... <laughs> uh, promoting entrepreneurship in the black community, <laughs> empowering empowering yes. women, empowering women, right? <laughs> oh man, you a clown, dude! <laughs> Uncle Luke, man. <laughs> Uncle Luke fought the battles we could not. I mean, all kidding aside, he really did. Like he he need more respect in the game than he gets. He does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, but yeah, that's what we're gonna tackle on the next show. Like I said, we're we gonna take another week off and then and then come back fresh. And um yeah, I, I can't wait to dive into that that album face off. Um I think that's gonna be a good discussion. But I wanna thank you gentlemen for uh tapping in tonight and uh sharing y'all's thoughts and y'all's input. Uh um, uh, Jason, I don't know if you can yeah, hear me, but okay. it's good to have you. Okay, okay, yeah, it's good to have you back on the show. And um, Jamil, you got any closing closing uh, thoughts or remarks? Uh, shout out to Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see you on one tonight, man. 
that's fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, that, that'll be the show, man. So, um, you know, tune in uh, uh, on the show. Uh, to people who like the show, man, tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Um, and uh, we gonna keep the train rolling, man. Yes, indeed. All right, my dude, y'all be safe, man. All right, yep. All right man. Y'all have a good night, man. And um.